I threw a big temper tantrum, destroyed a vacuum. I've been pissy, and I've been talking about all that. Yeah, did you finally figure out what was wrong with you? I'm angry. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, you got how much? How much do they have to pay a therapist for them to tell you that? You know what? Quite a bit. I did, <laughs> however, have a test today, and I practiced some mindfulness. Uh, oh, let good. me let me start with how it went wrong. Um, you ever have one of those days where just cascading events keep screwing up? Yes. Just keep. It oh. started today. In every single way. Uh, I'll, I'll run through the list really quick because I'm already late. I texted you and Spinny. I'm like, hey, I'm running late. Right. Already. Yeah, you said so, I'll be late because I've got some runny buns. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> should I have not said that part out on the radio? <laughs> that's literally what I said. I know that's what you said. So I, that's why it would be, did you, I should have not have told people that. It's just weird <laughs> hearing it back, hearing that I talk like that that's back That's how you me. talk as an adult. You said, guys, I'll be late because of my runny buns. Uh, well, I couldn't run out of the house fast enough. Um Headphones were yanked out of my ear by the cord. Right. You know, that's annoying. Um, I get to the door. I go to lock the door and leave the house. Don't have my keys in my pocket. Uh, I'm leaving the neighborhood, and I'm at the light, and this car's not turning right, and you can see they're looking down. The light turns green. They're still not turning right. Everyone oh, starts honking. so annoying, right? Finally goes, I get on 183. There's no traffic. It is my time to fly. It is. This is where I make up for lost time is a trafficless 183. But what is the one thing that will prevent you from doing that? Well, first of all, can I just say that I know that you commute at different times than most of the city. It's a really mean flex to call it the trafficless 183 Dude, because I know. nobody experiences that in the city. So at least have some compassion for your fellow Austinites. Now, go back. What was the question you asked me? What is going to prevent me from letting the hammer drop, from letting me fly down 183 the entire way? Wow. I, I, I'm guessing when you get to the Mopac interchange, it always gets jacked up. And then also when you exit, if you get caught at the Georgian light, you're stuck forever. Well, I did get stuck there, but no, a highway uh, a trooper pulled on oh, about an oh, oh, no, And it was right behind me, so that makes everyone slow <laughs> right, down to right, 60. Right, right, And so he followed me all the way to the I-35 exit. Because he was like, oh, my God, is that Radioman? Captain Morgan. I'm going to give him an... You know what? I should have sped and had his lights on. That way I, I could pretend I'm pulling in with an escort. <laughs> uh, also, as I'm pulling into the station, by the way... I you take, could have also just told him if he was like, is there a reason that you're in such a hurry? You I've said, got to be on the radio. No, I would have said, sir, I'm experiencing runny buns. I'm I, trying to get to I, an emergency room. I got room. runny buns. No, I, I would use the radio and he said, like, like Mark, Ed, and Sam? <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, this is probably the most frustrating. I kept in my mind the entire way. I'm being mindful. I'm like, it's not a big deal. I already told them I'm going to be late because you have running buns. I have running buns. <laughs> I already told them I'm going to be late. Everything's okay. It doesn't matter. I'm calm and I'm breathing. And then when I almost lose my ass is I'm going to turn into the radio station from I-35. Right. From And there's a car in front of me turning also. And then there's someone walking and they're in our driveway. <laughs> and then they drop all their S. <laughs> And then they're picking it up, and they're, like, in the driveway of the station, and now, like, lines are... And all I'm watching is my... I wasn't even worried about not turning in. I'm watching it's my so rear view mirror. It's dangerous to turn into this radio station. Because I'm about to get rear-ended. People are going 75 miles an hour, and when you turn, they don't seem to care that you're not going 75. I, absolutely. And I almost freaking lost it, and then I, I just remember... Um, 
the temper tantrum I threw and just like, I, I'm like, I don't want to come in here and have to tell Matt and Spinney that I don't want them being disappointed in me that I was a baby that threw a temper tantrum. I want them to know I triumphed. Can I make you, can I, can, can I relieve? Can piss me off? Go ahead. No, I'm actually going to make you feel better. Uh, Madeline from Austin Monthly is scheduled to be in here. Later. She is. She smells good. Yeah, she's also like a delight of a human being. Yes. And uh, easy on the eyes. And, and you've seen me throw a temper tantrum in front of her. That's true. On the radio before to right. where she was like, ugh. <laughs> it kind of sucked. <laughs> that was not a good day. Uh, so you know Don't what? Don't do that again today. I won't. I'm in a good mood. Uh, we're going to have Madeline in. We got some tickets to give away. We, we actually have a lot of fun today. Um, I promise you that. Lots of fun coming up here on this show. Hey, should we start feeding our kids like they're old people? It's time for Parent Pickup. Hey, it's Matt Bearden, and it's the Parent Pickup. Let's learn together. Classes in session, Matt. Yeah, uh, I was a kid who never ate dinner growing up. Never. Not a fan of it, but we sometimes we had to. I hated it, and and my dad would get upset and yell at me, finish the food. Not He wasn't mean. I just oh, mean yeah. he'd be like, come on, let's go, and oh, my God. mother would... Already be done with dishes, and I'd still just be sitting there. And um, Ugh, annoying kid. I have sort of the same problem with my kids, and I figured out what it is. Uh, my kids get home and they're in bad moods because they're hangry. Everything from school to well, whatever drama they deal with. My wife is a very wonderful mother, and that means that she has a snack pantry packed full for the kids when they come home from school and they're they're hangry. So they get home and they snack and eat. Yeah, and, and then, then when dinner comes around. Everyone pokes around at their food. Well, There's a mom on the internet right now saying, and it's she's kind of blown up and gone viral because she said, I feed my kids at 3 p.m. Oh, she wow. feeds them dinner at 3 p.m. And then puts on Matlock so grandma can watch it well, with the kids. Exactly, because I was like, that seems <laughs> 3 a little... 3 p.m.? Well, she's saying, you look... You put I, them to bed at 5 o'clock or no, 6 o'clock? No, this? listen, it doesn't... At first, I understand why people were like, this is insane. And it's obviously well, not possible for everybody because a lot of us... We work. Our kids are home, and we're not home with them right away. Her point is, if you can, when my kids are super hungry, that's when I'm feeding them their most nutritious food. Because that's when they'll eat it all. Instead of them filling up on snacks. And then not wanting broccoli and... Correct. Yeah. Because well, she's like, when they're starved, they're uh, super hungry, and they'll shout down the broccoli that's and the right. salads or whatever. She said, and then at dinner time with her husband, they sit there and eat dinner, and that's when her kids... Get ice cream. Get extra and get a snack. Yeah, so... I love this already. She's like, they look forward to sitting down. She said, also, she's got two younger kids, and you guys don't know this yet, but sometimes younger kids, they hate dinner time because it requires them to sit still, Mm -hmm. and they're mad, and they're angry, and they're swirling around, and then... But if they get a little treat? Nah, she said, yeah. Now I can actually talk to my husband, and the whole time we're not up dealing with kids who are fussing and fighting because they got ice cream in front of them. They're stoked. You should have labeled this properly... This is, check out this cool parenting hack. It is. Well, I guess that's the better way for us to get the clicks on this segment. That's a little opposite of what I do. So I don't have uh, kids per se, but I have dogs. So it's very, very similar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what you do is you just feed them at the same time every morning and every night. And if, uh, like pepperoni, sometimes she goofs around and won't eat. You take their food away. You don't leave the bowl out. And then they just don't eat. Sounds right. just like old school parenting. Then you know uh, what? For, you're, you're not going to get any dinner tonight. You know what's going to happen come breakfast time? 
They're going to eat. <laughs> None of this ice cream, all right? That's what you should do, Matt. Ice cream is for daddy. <laughs> you take their bowl away and you put it on top of the counter. I actually don't feed my dog breakfast and dinner. In fact, uh, I stopped feeding her breakfast or dinner. Because she just hunts squirrels? <laughs> she just hunts down squirrels in the backyard. Good, good dog. And stays full all the time. Uh, she's eating an occasional mailman, stuff like that. She seems full. Anyway, I, this is not nuts, and it's a discussion I've even had. I kind of like it. With my wife, because sometimes I've said, you know, and... And I understand she pushes back. It's This is a hard dance you guys will get to know, and people listening out there will understand this dance, is that it's really hard sometimes to have ideas about parenting without one of the parents feeling like they're being criticized for their yeah, parenting. Sure. Cause, cause, so you have to be very careful with that <laughs> dance. But I've said a couple of times, hey, I do notice that our kids come home and go ham on some little Debbie oatmeal cakes, mm. and then... The You're best. not hungry later on, of course. Yeah, so I, I think that there will probably have to be a happy medium for most people. Neither my wife or, or, or I are home at 3 p.m., so we can't feed our kids then. Uh, but uh, And actually, neither of my kids are out of school at 3, so it'd be a weird time to mm. feed them dinner. Mm. Uh, but uh, you know what I'm saying. I think there might be some kind of happy compromise there. Yeah, that's a good idea. I actually like that a lot. Plus, if you've ever pulled a CJ and, and been like, all right, well, I'm going to I'm gonna stop at Amy's Ice Cream and get a large milkshake, and then I'm going to go to Phil's Ice House right next door and get, get you know, some burgers for us to eat. And you drink your milkshake. Once you've had something sweet, you don't want to eat That's afterwards. Most... So when you come home and you snack, you <laughs> yeah. don't, once you've had the it's good sweet the food, old lady thing. You, hey, yeah. once you've had something sweet, well, you don't man. really, you, you don't, don't want your dinner. You sure you don't want your burger? No, I had a milkshake earlier. I'm good. Well, come on, sugar. You can have something sweet. All right, y'all. See, this is the benefit of having, uh, I guess, you know, like a lot of old sitcoms, having the grandparents or one of the grandparents live in the house with you so you can, you can feed the kids and grandma yeah. at the same time. We all need an Alice. Burger King's going to give you a million dollars, but I think that money's already mine. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. It's CJ's fat, and uh, we've talked about Burger King more often than we should on this show. <laughs> like a lot. Nah, man. Listen, I love Burger King, and they're going to give you a million dollars if you can come up with a Whopper innovation, but I think I've already done this. I've already... <laughs> Wait, they want to give you a million dollars to come up with a Whopper innovation? First of all, that's all they're going to give you? <laughs> I know. For a, a Whopper innovation? For me making that's them... big. For me making them billions? Yeah. Uh, no, I need to be hired on as their chief marketing officer, which... If you work in tech, you know anytime you get promoted to a chief marketing officer, that's one of the most dangerous positions to have as a on the on the higher ladder really? because that's usually the first to go Is when it? things aren't working when they're when they're doing layoffs. It's the marketing team. I have an idea for a Whopper innovation. Uh, it's a Whopper. It's served almost the way you expect, except it comes on a clean table. And it tastes good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's... I, uh, I no talk, fry crumbs getting out yeah. of your elbow accidentally. <laughs> I talk about, you know, my camping routine. Uh, I'll go camping for two days. On, on the first day, I get up, I go into town, and there's a little burger joint that I go to. It's kind of by Pacebin Park. So you're by all those little campgrounds there. On my way home... When you're extra filthy and soot and smoke covered, I stop at the filthiest Burger King on St. John's, <laughs> and I get a large Coke and a Whopper, 
And something okay. about it is just great. Yeah, you're is right. It? There is a place for a time and a place for dirty restaurants like yeah. that. It's because you're, you're dirty already. You're dirty enough that yeah. filth does not want to come near you. Right. Yeah. And and now you're uh, now you're adding to the environment and too. I clearly <laughs> smell like I've been camping, so I smell like all the unhoused <laughs> people hanging around the and, and drug well, dealers hanging around the Burger King. A little bit like the flame broiled Whopper too. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so here's the deal. There's there's a million dollars if you can come up with a Whopper innovation. Do they give you any kind of any kind of parameters? Not really. I mean, it's so you go to their website and you sign up for the Royal Perks account, and then you have ways you can create it. So it's just kind of a game right. to get you it's to a, sign up for Royal Perks. It's a whole marketing uh, kind of thing. So I was gonna say Bourbon King is my idea because uh, <laughs> if you're drunk enough, you'll eat it. Listen to me. <laughs> First and for, foremost, just bring back the rodeo burger. That's that's what we all want. Mm. But it's too spicy for some people. My my entire Babies. thing with Burger King was to make it like some of those old school, uh, not dive but burger joints, to where it's almost Subway assembly line esque. In that you go into Burger King and their whole marketing thing is we just do burgers. We're well, only you, they only do burgers. You mentioned you, about tightening it up. Like, yeah, like, you, just, you, just you have a very simple menu. You well, have choose your patties. Choose your cheese, choose your topping, choose your bun. And it does have different options. You can make it your way, but that's it. That's all they do is burgers. Nothing but I'm burgers. Sorry. If they'd go back to the bacon double cheeseburger for 99 cents that when I was on the road doing stand-up, that was... You, because you couldn't always find a fast food joint on the road, but all truck stops for have some reason seemed to have a burger yes. king at the time. And I could always grab one of those very quickly. Um, but the thing is, but the problem with them only having... That burger is that that takes away that really long chicken sandwich. That long chicken, not the fancy one that has actual chicken. No, no, the one that they came up with, I think, in the 1970s in some kind of weird lab, and I think it was to make Americans feel healthy. Except <laughs> I looked at the calorie and fat count: fried chicken and lettuce. The the salt and fat count, the calorie count, <laughs> are one of those. It's like a quadruple Whopper's worth of, yeah. of crap. Uh, well listen, man, <laughs> the chicken sandwiches are great, but I'm saying. Burger King tried to get too crafty and compete with uh, McDonald's. They got surpassed by Wendy's. And I'm saying, if you want to, if you want to get back to being a top tier fast food burger restaurant, you gotta you gotta pivot. You gotta do something different because what they're doing yeah. now isn't working. Only burgers. You're the Burger King. Burger. We do burgers best. Well, they're I more just, like burger poppers now. <laughs> I don't think that somebody wants to stand behind. Palpa. I don't think someone wants to stand behind the sneeze guard and help me that way. And I only say that because the last time I went to the Burger King, this was literally my interaction. I waited for about three minutes. There was a woman on the phone behind the cash register. And then she finally hung up and she looked at me and she went, yes. It's <laughs> just like. I'm very sorry to disturb you. I, I see you've also gone to the St. John's Burger yes. King. Yes, can I help you? I'm so... I, someone I, is helping you. Oh, yeah, I, I got a flat tire come out and help me change it. No, like, it's just it's your job already. I, did the, I get it, I get did it the, though. Did the king uh, double book you? What happened? Yeah, yeah what's going on? I, uh, the lashings today I are had a very, listen, really, really intense. I'm going to say I still love Burger King, and that's why I'm rooting for them. That's why I want them to be better. Sure. But I, I remember one of my... You, you don't see any of us fighting for Jack in the Box. No offense. Mm. Uh, the yeah, they do great. fine. They got their tacos. But yeah. I, I remember... One after one of my trips to the St. John's Burger King, surprise, anything's still over there. It's I so mean, every amazing, other dude. business, everything and, else is closed. There's a giant empty Home Depot of of you know zombies. Right. Whoa. But I, I went there and I, I'm I think I'm in the drive-through and this woman goes, CJ, like. 
from the radio? <laughs> and she was very confused that I was there, and I was almost shamed. And I was oh, like, no. yeah, that's me. And she's like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? And I'm like, have things getting got- food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm in the drive-thru line. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> because no one's supposed to be at that Burger King. No, there's, it's a front. <laughs> It is that time of week to enact a punishment. I, I got one I'm excited about. I'm also excited because uh, we have a guest and a friend who has seen me shirtless more times than she probably cares to. Uh, Madeline from Austin Monthly's <laughs> here. Uh, we're going to talk about the Singles in the City event tomorrow and the all the hot, hot singles of Austin, which are monthly going to, well, not monthly, you do once a year. I don't know why I'm saying you do. <laughs> monthly singles. Monthly got singles. got a whole plan in mind. You, you, you know might what? have to abandon it. Once way. a month, whole calendar full of them. But uh, <laughs> first, we got to get to our punishments, and I noticed you were admiring our Plinko board. It, I mean, I grew up on Price is Right. Like, that is amazing, yep. for sure. Uh, we even It's even covered in blood because we had it for a special The Price is Wrong Bitch segment. <laughs> but Matt and I make sports bets, and we lose, and the loser drops a chip and gets punished. Okay. And uh, my punishment this week was to hold a it's called brown town where i go about the town holding a sign that says i browned my pants (laughs) um but i got a special one because i had to go to the heart doctor yesterday and so i thought for today's punishment matt and madeline if you want to assist you can rip my diodes off oh my god as as punishment this is gonna be like that scene in uh 40 year old virgin it it very much is so I love this uh, idea. I thought this could be this week's punishment, Matt. If you want to take the first rip, or can, Madeline, can I be honest with you? I think the the most of the enjoyment will come for me by watching you. Okay, so well, I don't she's wanna, already up yeah, and she, moving. Do you realize how little how essentially effort that she's took? doing it too? All right. Oh wait, 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 Madeline, you have to save that one because that one's maybe do, the hairiest. Do this one because this one's kind of coming off yeah, already. Grab that okay. one and get all that right, one. All right, all right, all right. I got a three, two. <laughs> One. Oh! <laughs> oh, it hurts. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. And that one was coming. Look. Oh, you. she took hair. She, she took really hair. did. That's a big ball. You may no, keep that. That's I your. Look at all that hair on that. Show, show it to the camera. Oh. Show it to the hair. Oh, my God. Uh, Matt, you want to come get one? Jeez. I do. Uh, I'm going to take mine uh, in the style of a true man. Okay. And these have little snaps on okay. them. Okay. And I'm going to use this snap okay. to use my teeth. Don't oh my use God. your teeth. Don't. <laughs> oh, oh, it makes me get it. I broke my teeth. I broke my teeth. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Just do it fast! Oh. I can't get it. There's so much hair I can't get it. Off. Do you have scissors? Scissors, Spencer? I can get it off. This is the worst punishment we've ever done. I haven't showered today and soaked them. Right, oh my god. We're done. This segment's over. This is by far the worst. Of any punishment. This, I don't, this I don't know thing. if it's extra embarrassing because Madeline's here too. <laughs> this, do you get waxed? Have you ever done the... I on mean, my you, chest? You, no. Okay, good, good. One well, yeah, I know you get to do the fun like going in to these beauty health things yes. and talking to them for the magazine, but yes. is there... So I've you've never, never done had a, 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 a Hope you no. never have to. Yeah. This looks like a critter from a Star Trek uh, episode from the 1960s. Look at that thing. <laughs> Look at all the hair on that. That's disgusting. Stop putting it in front of the gorgeous woman. She's just gonna. 
I'm reminding her that Austin <laughs> Monthly needs to do a story do about a, the swimsuit seed season is coming up in late. I think the, we the should important, do a second giveaway. Okay, the you impor- already doing yes. second giveaway? Listen. Uh, the, the importance of heart health and, and shaving. Oh, God, that was... I'm not lying. That's the worst punishment I think we've had we've had to do. And now I have two more on that I'm scared of. That felt a little too good. Like I'm kind of like, let's do another. You round. got right up. I no, know. You know this what? This is like tapped into a very dark side of me. Ne- I think next year you can. All right, Dominatrix <laughs> Madeline coming soon. Done. We have a special friend in Austin, <laughs> Madeline from Austin Monthly. Austin, we're gonna call her Austin. Austin Madeline. <laughs> Madeline <laughs> Monthly. It should be your magazine. Uh, I'm excited because I gotta be a part of this special event. Uh, the uh, the best, the singles in the city, the top people. To kiss in Austin. That's you, right. You've wrangled them all together, right? You were most kissable, what, nine years ago? Something like that. I was, oh my I gosh. was pretty kissable, yeah. I Yours brushed my teeth more up. then. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but yes. tell us what's going on tomorrow and uh, where we can find the most kissable people in town. Absolutely. So, Austin Monthly Magazine, aka Austin Madeline Magazine. Madeline Magazine, uh, yes. Just whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. They're uh, all for, the, <laughs> they're for you to kiss and you alone. That's right. Um, Uh, That's the whole reason we do this event. So we are doing our annual Singles in the City event. So basically every year we pick the most eligible singles in Austin as nominated by our readers. So we had 600 nominations. We culled it down to 13 people. So we have a big party where everyone can come out and meet said singles, uh, mix and mingle with other singles. We raise money for Austin Pets Alive. There's tarot readers. There's like live body painting on models, not on the guests. Oh, dang. Wanted to. (laughs) clarify there (laughs) to my knowledge Uh, you know things could get weird but yes that is happening tomorrow night 7 to 10 at Superstition okay uh, important question have two eligible singles ever hooked up with one another and if so and they have an offspring does that become the mayor I think I think if that does happen legally, yeah. legally that needs to be okay. the law. That yeah. they would, yes, too. Right. I don't know if any have hooked up. You guys, you guys don't tag them and track your singles as you release <laughs> them should. back into yeah, the wild. Yeah, wrangle them and yeah. just say, hey, Hunger, Hunger Games, just like watch them. Yeah, no, we should. But I will say, uh, let's see. 12 years ago, 11 years ago, one of the singles met his now wife at, at the one party. Of these events. Okay. Yes. And not only that, she actually converted to Judaism for him, which oh, is pretty cool. So they that's a special thing. I yeah. I met some people at those parties too. Yeah. And that's why you should go. <laughs> To these parties, uh, and we're also going to give away a pair of tickets, right? You you brought we some extras. Giving, yeah, we got some spares. Uh, tell us where it's at one more time and how you can get tickets. So, Singles in the City is happening at Superstition on February 8th, tomorrow, Thursday, from 7 to 10. You can get tickets at AustinMonthly.com. Okay, now we're going to come back, and I want to play a little game. Okay. Because you get to meet, you you do some cool stuff. Uh, yeah. You get to go to a lot of restaurant openings, movie premieres. You've got to meet a lot of cool celebrities. I do, yeah. But you know what? I have two. Uh, We're going to come back and play a little game called A Star is Bored. It's where I'm standing next to a celebrity, and I want to see if you can guess who they are based on clues, and if not, I'll show you the pictures, and you're going to play on behalf of a listener. So they'll win these tickets, plus some concert tickets, 
but you have to you have to get these correct. It seems like a lot of pressure. You, you know what? It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah, but you you know your celebrities, don't okay. you? And Are they're all like Austin, Austin celebrities. Okay, okay. They're all that, gonna be, that well, narrows it down a little bit. Okay, yeah. Or celebrities that live in Austin. It's not going to just be uh, Jim Spence and Quita Culpepper, okay? I've okay, added some more. I do love both of them, I though. Do I too. have to say. Very much so. It is funny also when you start to look at the pictures. Look at the distance that most of these people keep from CJ. Oh, and I'm he, sure. he calls it a picture together, but a lot of them, you're like, does that person know you're in this photo? Right. Was it like COVID? style, like yeah. six feet it's apart. It's literally why I came up with the idea to call this a star is, is born right. because of how they look. <laughs> All right, our friend Madeline from Austin Monthly is joining us. Uh, the Singles in the City party happening tomorrow. Uh, we'll have details, social media, and the website. Uh, Madeline, you, in your course of working at Austin Monthly, which has been as long as I've been in radio, if not longer, um, you've got to meet a lot of cool people. you got to do a lot of cool things. All, all true. Yes. Who's, have you met Matthew McConaughey? Have you met the Golden I Celeb of Austin? I have met him and I have interviewed him even. Does he smell nice? You know, can I tell a kind of funny story? I Everybody think? wants yes. to hear. Yeah, right, everyone so, loves him. I know everyone's dying to hear. So I interviewed him at South by. I don't know if it was 2013 or 2014, but I was like, my God, he looks awful. He is so skinny and so gaunt, and I can't believe I've thought this man was attractive oh, was all these Dallas years. Buyers Club? So he Buyers just Club. shot Dallas <laughs> Buyers Club, unbeknownst to me, and I was like, why is he so skinny and gross? Oh, and because then, he's winning an Oscar. Right, and then he went yeah. on to win an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. My, my Matthew, <laughs> see, I get frustrated when I see him being all positive and happy and good mood because my Matthew McConaughey for years has been true detective. Oh. I've watched that season one like three times in a row, and to me, that's who he is. Sure. So when I see him like, yeah, man, you just got to go out there and live life and treat others good, I'm like, that's not you. Right. Time is a flat circle. Right, right. <laughs> uh, anyhow, I never got, that's the slub I haven't got to meet. Okay. But I have got to meet a few. We're going to play a game called A Star is Bored, okay. where random celebrities are standing next to me. They're very bored to be there. I'm going to read you three clues. If you can't identify them by then, I will show you a picture of me and the celebrity. And yes, they are all bored. Okay. Here's the deal. They're all they're all living in Austin or Austin adjacent. Okay. So it should be easy. Let's start with number one. Okay. It okay. should be easy. Taxes, braids, mm. weed. Willie Nelson. Yeah, absolutely. That one should Willie be really Willie Nelson easy. it is. It's interesting you started with taxes. Uh, I mean, I, I know he had the whole tax I want to make it more scandal. difficult. Yeah, right. yeah. The first so, one, I was like, oh, shoot. If he had gone straight with braids, though, you would have. Then I would have known. Or, right, yeah, yeah. or, or weed. weed. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bohemian Grove. Mm, okay. Gay Frogs. Yep. Supplements. Yep. I got this one. Can he guess? I have to guess. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one hint. I'll just give you one hint. I'll just show you the picture. I can't even see it. Oh. I don't know who that is. Alex Jones. Oh, Man, yeah, God, maybe. of course. I'm thinking like movie stars, not like conspiracy no, theorists. No, no. He, hey, he They're was one of Austin's biggest yeah. names. Oh. You just have to be known for whatever it is. Hey, whatever it is you do, make sure you do it well enough to be known, and Alex has done that. Okay, yeah, now have I ruined it for whatever lucky, lucky no, listener? No, you have not yet. You still have uh, You have a few more chances, and we're ending with okay, a big fine. celebrity. All right. Um, it's not Austin without a musician, so let's do our next one. Uh, guitar. Okay. Grammys Jr. Mm. Gary Clark Jr. Yes, Nailed absolutely. Yes. Gary Clark Jr. <laughs> let me see. I kept thinking it was going to be Bob Schneider oh, wait, or something. Let me see. I guitar, see I'm how... like, Bob Schneider. <laughs> you want to see how bored he is? Yeah, I do. And don't do. worry, I'll put these on the cameras too. So, CJ. He's not looking at the camera. He, You're looking at the camera. Look how happy CJ is. 
And oh, Gary- God, he does look bored. That was before. <laughs> is this even you? This looks like a cutout of you. It might be. That's this, how- remember when you were in Awesome Monthly Single and they had those cutouts? Yeah, we like- made a giant cutout, and I used to donate it to listeners to like take pictures with around town. Yeah. That's what this looks Cause, like. Because that's why Madeline's here for the Singles in the City event happening tomorrow. Um, but I uh, And the magazine on stand soon. Yeah. Um, I I threw a temper tantrum once and I destroyed my cut out of me. Oh man! It, I know. I wish the I still old had Pisces that. rage. I get it. Yeah. You know me too well. <laughs> uh, this one probably not exactly Austin, but Austin adjacent. Met him in Austin during South by Southwest. Here okay. we go. NBA okay. billionaire shark. Got it. Mark Cuban. There you go. It Nailed is. It. Mark Cuban. Yeah, but that is like that's not really Austin. Also not just because you met him in Austin. Well, here's the deal. He he wanted you to know that he met Mark Cuban, so he really shoehorned it in. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) All right, last one. This one's for all the marbles. Okay. Stand-up comedian that's appeared on Comedy Central and HBO. Had a television show on MTV. Cover of Austin Monthly. I was going to say Joe Rogan, but it's not Joe Rogan. Yeah, say he the hasn't been on again. the cover, has he? No, he has not. Uh, stand-up special on Comedy Central and HBO. A show on MTV. The show is about Austin. Cover of Austin Monthly. When was the cover? God, I have no idea. This one's really unfair. I figured it out as you were asking. <laughs> Matt Bearden! You? It's Matt Bearden! Oh, my God! I was like, who is that? <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 wait. Was this when you were wearing the Welcome to Austin, Please Don't Move Here shirt? No, No, that that was was Dale Dale Dudley. Yeah, that was Dale. Matt was looking like a woodsman. Why were you on the cover of Austin Monthly? They were doing uh, something about... Matt Bearden. Was this before my time? I've been at Austin Monthly for... 13 years? Okay, it would have probably been 13 years ago because my daughter was cover with me and she was like six months old, I think. Oh okay. my gosh. I used you know as a prop because it, why not whore out I your think own I children? I this quiz. If it was Madeline Monthly, we would have both been on the cover by <laughs> now. But it's Austin Monthly. Uh, Madeline, thanks for uh, hanging with us. Absolutely. Um, last but not least, where do we go and get tickets to the event tomorrow? So AustinMonthly.com is where you're going to get tickets. And, and it's going to be super singles. fun. And may I add, it benefits Awesome Pets Alive, so do it for the puppies. It's for a good cause, and you know what? You think of a Singles in the City event, and I'll say just from personal experience, having been a single and Mm -hmm. gone, you think like, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of dudes. Uh, It's really not. It's a bunch of gorgeous, excitable, successful women. I appreciate the two of you want to do this for the puppies, but dudes, this is also, it tends to be like, it's a fun party. Yes. And how do I put this? Ladies tend to be in a good mood because it's about dating and dating is in the air. And if you're a nice person and you want to meet somebody, it's a good place to go. Let me just, just, a, just put it that way. Thing. Without yeah. trying to sound, it's a you should go. And you will go. Also, comb your hair before you go. Comb your hair, brush Deodorant. your teeth. Please. Don't show me brush your teeth. Yeah, I did. Don't show up like Matthew McConaughey without that Grammy. Stop wearing flip flops on dates. Yeah, don't wear flip flops for sure. But it's fun. Definitely come. Did you know? Welcome to our fact-finding learning segment. And you know it's true if it says, did you know? Here's an example. Did you know? Half Chinese actor Louis Tan was not only on the short list of actors considered for the role of Danny Rand in Iron Fist, but was also supposed to be in Game of Thrones. Hmm. Um, Honestly, this is not where I thought this was going to go. 
uh, there's a there's a shirtless, muscular, half Chinese man in a photo who's Louis Tan, and I thought the information was about to be something called the Louis Tan, like oh, this guy man. invented the Louis Tan, and then I right. realized, oh, it's it's that actor it's that was in Marvel and stuff. Yeah, so this list that we look at, it'll have a title to each one. It's of got these a title things, and so. a photo, yeah. and then it's often we don't read the words. So, so, for example, yesterday I talked about how there are five times as many veg- like ex vegetarians as vegetarians, and that one's just titled vegetarians. It makes sense, but yeah, well, <laughs> the I, Louis Tan. I honestly What's th- the Louis Tan I, CJ. I thought we were about to learn about the Louis Tan, but how do you get one? Funny because mine. Did you know? Did we know? Oh. Oh, the title just says Tanya Head. What's that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> here we go. Uh, a woman named Tanya Head lost her husband during the 9/11 attack. She became president of the support network in New York for families who had lost loved ones or family members during 9/11. Unfortunately. Uh, it was later discovered that she she made it all up. Uh, she didn't know anybody <laughs> in the towers. And she didn't have a husband that died. And she became a well-known stand-up comic. <laughs> that's just somebody else. Inside joke. Oh, uh, God. Somebody else. Oh, God. Uh, and, yeah, she, um, yeah, she just made the whole the whole thing up. I don't know. I don't know if she's still the president of the support network. <laughs> that's kind of sad because I bet she did a lot of good. And I bet in her own mind, the lie had become so big she couldn't end it. I yeah. bet That's she had sad. made the lie, and then people started contacting her and said, "We heard you lost a loved Oof. one." And then she became involved and said, "Well, I'll make up for the lie by, by doing good." By doing good, oh, and then yes. you get caught in the line, you can never get out of it. Listen, I've been there. I've I've been in one of those lies that gets like so when someone oh, found man. panties in your apartment, and no. you were like, "Honey, I don't know whose those are." No, those are easy because you just deny and just be quick and simple about it. And you have to. The thing with that, those are my mom's. With lying, you got to compartmentalize and lie to yourself mm. so the lie becomes the truth. No, this was more important. This was bigger. A lie that I got so involved in and so wound up and wrapped in that it almost destroyed me. Uh, when we were in seventh grade, we broke into a warehouse and stole a bunch of karate uniforms. And um, so we would, as kids, we'd wear them throughout the neighborhood and we had boxing gloves and karate uniforms. And my parents were like, where did y'all get this? And we were like, oh, well, so-and-so took a class. And so we all got him because he's in this class. That and he's sense. teaching us, and they're like, that doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> and then things, and they're like, okay, we really found him. There was like this abandoned well house, like this big stone, creepy well house in our neighborhood. And we're like, oh, well, we found him there um, because it was revealed that our older friend Vinny and his older cousin broke back into the warehouse. It also had like ski equipment and like actual expensive stuff, four wheelers, and they got caught by the police. And so we had to keep weaving the lie. To the very point where I was brought to the police station to give a little deposition. And Why don't you just say my cousin Vinny? No, I should have. Well, they ratted us out. They told the cops, yeah, we broke in this warehouse, and they're the ones that showed us. <laughs> Boo! So, uh, finally, you know, I'm in there with my parents, and my mom's like, he's telling the truth. My dad's like, he's a liar. And at the very, I'm, this is how I messed up at the very end uh, when the police officer's like, all right, well, you're going to sign this. We're going to reread it. And he's like, and that's what all your friends will say? And I'm like, yeah, that's what they should say. And he's like, that's what they should say. And I was like, God, ah, it all came down. And I got oh, grounded. That's how we got you. I Dang. got grounded for a month. The great. Dang. It was just hard. We, had these, we didn't want to lose these karate uniforms. We didn't want to stop wearing. Dude, that's stolen valor. These karate <laughs> uniforms. Come on. Really that's stolen is. valor, dude. You, you, know we, you know we put blue belt. Like, we wouldn't put a black belt on because that was too obvious. But we were putting, like, blue belts on and Come stuff. Come on. <laughs> oh, the, the weaves. Finally. 
a quality use for chat GPT. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Let's find out together with our friend Matt Bearden. Uh, 23. Is it, is it doing our show? Uh, no, the but it's a, a 23-year-old man in Russia. Uh, he's actually writing his dissertation on uh, this program that he wrote. He basically, he had ChatGPT read 5,239 women's dating profiles on like a Twitter, t- Twitter app, that, I mean a Tinder app that they Only have in Russia. Only serious men. I don't want no F-boy. Yeah. Um, and he said that the, he felt he, he wouldn't click on. Uh, that there was He had filters that so it would just show him the stuff that he was kind of looking for. Uh, cleavage and not big foreheads. Mm. Uh, he didn't want anything that had fewer than two profile photos. Mm. Nice. He didn't want any astrology references, no nice. religious references, no maybe, pro-war statements. Maybe a nice tooth he to didn't gum over- ratio. What's yeah. that? A nice tooth, tooth, tooth to gum, gum ratio. Yeah. Smile. Uh, he, wanted, uh, <laughs> he, he did not want any overly revealing photos. He felt like it was an important part of the process for both him and the girls, and that way they wouldn't waste time interacting, he says. Mm. Then he came. The, here comes the hard part. He trained GPT to communicate with the remaining potential matches on his behalf, and uh, he said it took about 120 hours of work to get the AI tool to a level where he was satisfied. I'm surprised a guy who spends this much time on the computer is even interested I'm in saying, dating. I was like, hey man, you can put 120 hours into dating. <laughs> Might have had the same effect, uh, but I don't know the conclusion yet. Yeah. yeah, he would feed it. It's his previous conversations with girls from the app. So that it could learn how he liked to respond and and the responses that he was looking for, and then he would just monitor the tool, and every day he would see how it was doing. Meanwhile, he was dating like a hundred people at the same time, a hundred women he'd never met. He was dating, except he wasn't dating them. The computer was was dating talking them. And, and filtering. What I an interesting it. story. I'm very curious about this one because it seems like it could be an ethical or moral dilemma. But now I'm like, huh. AI is supposed to make things more efficient. Uh, there were some problems. Uh, one time... He had six fingers in all the selfies he would send <laughs> to her. <laughs> also, uh, as far as I know, AI, not so great at the sex part yet, as far jokes. as I've heard. Uh, at one time, it set up a, a, an, a date, an actual in-person date with a, a girl. It didn't notify him, though, that it had set up that date. Uh, <laughs> she she wrote very angrily. Uh, Why did she, uh, did she ghost Yeah, she was mad that, that he no-showed, but the thing what is... What if the robot started showing? Up. Well, the robot wrote an apology, and she accepted the apology. He that's had no great. way. Yeah, so. Whoa, that's it. Technology. This really is sort of a serial killer level of using the computer. I, lo- yeah. I would tune it just to look for, I would look for the astrology girls, uh, the ones with two photos. I would look for all those bad things because, you know, they're more likely to put out. So I would have the AI just weed out everyone who's not going to want to bang on a first date. And then you just have AI do all that work. Love to see and, that maturity from you. And you just show mm-hmm. up and you just uh, you just do some kissing. Yeah, just out this, of this curiosity. Is, yeah, you're, is, you're, you're engaged, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we hooked up on our first date because we <laughs> both have a low self-esteem. I'm going to put this out there. It worked. See, it love has a way. The reason people don't like dating is because of how fake other people can be. Is this... Gonna well, cause more issues. <laughs> here's the weird thing about that. You know? Okay, because on the surface it, it, it seems fake. Except of, he trained it, and he said, what, yeah. "These are the things I want. This is how I talk." I here's the and before we question it too much, he went on twelve real dates when this was all said and done. So he went out down five over five thousand profiles to one hundred and twenty. Went on those down to twelve, 
He went on dates with 12 women, and you may question him, but he's engaged in getting ready to get married. And he also had 12 dates, which is like 12 more than Spencer's had in the last 12 years. So. <laughs> Sorry, I did. That was a good one. Oh, he's, he got quiet. <laughs> oh, man, he's sad. Here's the weird thing. <laughs> Spencer's not in a relationship, but I bet he's had more sex in the last 12 months than you have as an engaged man. <laughs> I got him for you, Spencer. Mm. I got him back. Good luck, bad luck, what to eat for the Super Bowl. The internet has never been so easy. The internet. The big game. Super Bowl is this weekend, and, and Matt, you kind of hinted on this recently when you were talking about your wife planning uh, Super Bowl parties to attend. It's about the food. It's about the snacks more than the game. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't have a team in the hunt, so I still want to go, but yeah, it's about the food for me. Same. It's actually really nice to not have a team in the hunt. I don't have to care about who's playing in the Super Bowl and haven't since 1996 yeah, I, and I, won't I, for the foreseeable future because the Cowboys won't be there. Guess what? I don't have to embarrass myself by losing my temper over a football game in front of strangers. I just get to go enjoy. Now, I say enjoy. All the snacks. I, boy, do I hate it when there is a bad spread at a, a, when it's all veggies trays. Or just the veggie tray. You know the veggie tray when they just lay out the one that they bought at HEB and pulled the plastic off of? I was like, you didn't even. That's a white carrot. That's not a good sign right Yeah, now. I don't yeah. like that at all. And on, not even any good effort. ranch. To, the ranch isn't cold. If you're going to feed me for free, <laughs> do a better job Do a better it. job. And you know what? Maybe make some of that chicken blue cheese uh, buffalo dip. That Ooh, stuff's that killer. good. Well, I've got the top 10 Super Bowl foods. I'm listening. Also ranked by the luck they bring in case your team is okay. making it to the Super Bowl. Uh, the top one happens to be pizza. Having your favorite slice of pizza is the best way to have good luck for the Super Bowl. To okay. me, that seems like it's a comfort food. It's easy, so you're not stressed about anything else. I don't like pizza. It's too much of a real food. I want trash dippables. I want special food yeah, at the Super Bowl. Exactly. Not to, it's lazy to order pizza. Hot dogs are second, followed by burgers, chips, popcorn, chicken wings, ice cream, chicken sliders, cupcakes, cookies. All this is bad. All of that this was is bad. all bad food. That was a it's list not that good somebody, luck food. Yeah, someone did not do a good someone job of making it. Someone wrote down foods. They because, put in cupcakes? Come on. Listen, it's not bad when you have that one friend that ours was Caitlin. She always brought cupcakes to the Super Bowl parties, and that's fine. That's okay. But it should not be a main focus food. That is not a top dish. And I'm going to go back to what I think are the best dishes. Um, it's, it's tailgate style. It is stuff you can put in your hand in a napkin or a paper plate. It's all very portable. It's very easy to eat, and it's all dippable. Everything has to be able to be dipped in something else. Can I 100%, can I 99.9% agree with you? Sure. Here's the one little part about that. It's a long time ago, but I was dating a girl who was doing work for an extremely wealthy client, and we got invited to their party, and they had, like, lobster rolls and caviar. Damn, they don't count because they're rich. Can I just say Being that? Being rich doesn't count. When I first showed up, I was like, uh, I don't know about this. Like, it doesn't really seem super bully to me. Um, when I left, uh, almost drunk from the amount of food I had eaten, uh, food that I wasn't going to have that good again for a long time, it really kind of changed my mind. And also, when I left, I was like, man, I'd really like to be rich. 
Uh, I'm making my list, and this is what I really wanted to get to. The actual top stuff, I, I expected a Super Bowl party. No no particular order, but you know what I love? You know what's an easy go-to? Queso. Uh, well, queso number one. Right. Well, let's just put queso. you got to have queso yeah. because that is the... That's the start and end of a party. Yeah, and you can put it's you can put it on everything else at the party, even the cupcakes. It, it starts with me eating the queso. The party ends with my wife going, "There's queso in your beard and on your shirt." My yeah, God, I'm sleepy, honey. I'm, yeah. <laughs> honey, get, take your shirt off. Go to bed. Wash your face. Drink, you drink too much, honey. <laughs> uh, this is another one I love, and also you know I'm thinking of the hosts when it comes to these parties. These okay. Are, Crock-Pot meatballs. Yeah, yeah, meatballs, barbecue sauce, Crock-Pot, and would the you, longer it cooks, the better it gets. Would you be okay with the little weenies, the little smoky weenies you know as what? a substitute? If they have cheddar inside them, yes. Okay, thank Why you. Why not mix the weenies and the Crock-Pot stuff? Yeah, all this is good so far. Uh, I already mentioned the buffalo dip, but you yeah. don't even have to do that. I say any kind of dip, like that buffalo chicken dip, which is easy to make, but any kind of dip that you put in an oven... To where the top layer gets Bubbly. hard and crusty oh, enough to where yeah. you can actually make a sandwich out yeah. of it. <laughs> That's got to be my go-to. I love mixing and blending these things. Okay. And you know what's really good for mixing and blending? Corn dogs. Because you have the <laughs> stick. You can dip it in the meatball sauce. You can dip it. I'm serious. You I, dip not... it in the queso. You dip, You can take your, your corn dog and essentially, you know how they make the, you know how they make cotton candy and they just... Wrap it around the machine. I do that with a corn dog and everything. Okay, what about this? Queso, no chips. Instead of chips, you have mini corn dogs that you dip into the queso. Like fondue style. <laughs> yeah. Now Genius. it's fancy. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna make a list of my top Super Bowl foods. And if you know, if we want to add superstition to it, we can. But I'm getting so hungry and excited. And I already told you I'm a little nervous because my Australian friends are hosting it. So get ready for some Vegemite queso. The C.J. Morgan Show. Learning brand new things daily, including manners, responsibility, accountability, how to file taxes, how to behave in public, how to apologize. 101X.